too. Let's make a pizza. Okay. From New York City. Oh, this is Dead Rat Pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? <laughs> Oh my god, Dead Rat Pizza. Oh, I turned it down all the way. Oh no. We're going to pretend that I didn't in post. Oh great. Uh, so we're still listening to Kesha, obviously. I, In my heart, I'm still listening to Kesha. Uh, I want to turn it back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there she is. Uh, so we're back. It's Diana. You haven't been on the show in like a thousand years. A thousand years in, in uh, cat years. I told everyone you died. Oh, that's fine. Uh, that makes me seem more like a legend, and I yeah. like that. Uh, so a lot's happened. Since we saw you last, uh, you changed your Twitter name, so I couldn't find you to tag on uh, Twitter. Well, I only changed. You've a network now, it seems. I have a network now. Yeah. So, well, well, my my personal one's the same. Yes, Super your, Dylan's the same. Your podcast, but is the, the podcast same. one is different um, because we are podcasting less frequently. Mm-hmm. Our show is coming out less frequently, but we do so many other things. Uh, together and individually now that we decided to kind of rebrand as Fem NPC and then uh, and then kind of we're we're gonna release the website probably tomorrow. I wanted to make fun of you for that because it seems before I knew that part, uh, every podcast goes through this natural progression where they do a handful of episodes and then they're like, what if we have a network? <laughs> Every fucking pot. I'm guilty of this too. The yeah. number of times I've rebranded is embarrassing. <laughs> I thought that you were starting a podcasting network. Uh, so we we are also doing that. It, like not necessarily a network, but more of like a directory because trying to find other podcasts by ladies is easy. Mm-hmm. Podcast by nerds is easy. Podcast by lady nerds kind of difficult. Okay. Uh, so we just are having like a, a section of our website that's dedicated to just a full directory of every podcast or Twitch channel or stream or whatever that we can find that's created for nerd content made by chicks. Okay. And for my mostly white college-aged male audience, where can they find that website? (laughs) I don't actually know if that's true. I mean, yeah, uh, they can can find it at femnpc.com. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Although you did tell me that there's a lot of secret boys that listen to your podcast. Oh, Not that most, they're not allowed. Most of the most of the listeners that interact with me on a regular basis are are guys. Okay. Um and like the ones that I've gotten to meet in real life, like a seventy five percent of them have been dudes. Okay. When was your last episode? Oh, last week. Okay, but there was a sizable there was, we gap. Had a, we had a hiatus because Avalon finished grad school. Okay. There was that whole thing, and I was putting together a convention and got lost in that shit while it was going down. So I we think, took a break. I think our hiatuses were in sync. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Because there was about a two or a three month gap between episodes for me as well for various reasons. I got really busy at work, and... uh it's hard to schedule a show when you only have two days off a week 
and you oh want to like go out on the weekend. Yeah. Well, that's also the thing is like uh, the busier that we got in in our like professional lives, the more like those couple of stupid hours you have at mm-hmm. night become like, all right, well, do I want to sit down and record for two hours or do I want to like go out and st- actually finally see whatever this movie is or like do anything yeah so that was part of it but now everything's back into a normal flux yeah well and you also have to consider editing time uh yeah i do i'm like a faster editor and it still takes because i i make sure to listen to it all the way through before i post it so i know what we talked about is there anything i want to cut out i usually don't cut anything out but every once in a while, I say something in the moment that I regret later and I remove it. <laughs> I've never done that. Um, I don't know what that's like. So if you ever hear any <laughs> awkward edits, it's probably because I said something really stupid. Yeah. Um, so I went to Otakon. I, I'm not going to talk extensively about it because I just I don't really talk about anime a lot on this show and you're not anime lady. So I don't want to give you a bunch of of (laughs) out-of-context references. I know, but I do like to pretend I know what I'm talking about. Uh, It was the second year for me at the Baltimore, not Baltimore, Washington, D.C. location. Because it used to be in Baltimore for a long time. And I went the last year it was in Baltimore for like eight hours. (laughs) It was the first time I'd ever been in New York. And it just lined up that Otakon was that, like my first weekend in New York. I'm like, oh shit, it's like a four-hour bus ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I kept going cause it's, it's, it's an interesting convention in that I think a lot of people, at least in the circle that I go in, they don't go for the con, they go for the people. Yeah. Um. Oh God. Yeah. Otakon is where the entire industry and all of the bloggers go to hang out and get drunk. None of us go to the actual events. Like some of them do, some hold panels, uh, but I... I go to to just hang out and, yeah. and like bum around in the dealer's room. I I didn't go to any panels this year. I don't feel like I need to go to panels. Uh, I, I kind of outgrew panels a long time ago and I like to do them, but I just, I can't do them at the level that's expected on the East Coast. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, like in Minnesota, I can get away with like, all right, guys, we're going to talk about anime from the 90s and I'll probably make a cum joke. Yeah. Whereas here they like expect to be taught something. Right. And have like a real PowerPoint presentation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But it was a a good time. I, compared to last year, it felt like there were less people there. I I don't know if that's true. But like the dealer's room didn't feel as busy. I didn't notice as many costumes. It seemed like there were less dealers. Was it at the same time last year? Uh, Give or take a week. Give or take a week? Yeah, it's, it's been at the end of July, start of August, as long as I've been going. I was just wondering, just because I know, like, like I've seen a lot of like hype for um, for Gen Con, which is next, which is next week. So I'm wondering if there's maybe like a, a overlap of people that would go to to both. That is that in the same? Is that also in DC? It's not, but you know, I, I don't... people go to places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing if I can find the numbers. Uh, they have not been posted yet. Oh. Uh, it looks like last year it was oh, wow. 29,292 people. That's wild. Um, so it's, I would imagine it was probably a similar turnaround. Turnaround, turnout. <laughs> um, 
There was, so... It's only ever gone up, so I'd be shocked. No, it's, it it's looks gone like down. Because uh, when they moved, it went down. Because, like, that's a pretty oh, drastic wow, right. move yeah. for people. Because going from Baltimore to D.C., now there's all the local people that now have to make the call, like, am I going to actually go to this? Right. Uh, yeah. It's they, they made up for it uh, after a year, it looks like. But... Uh, it seems that maybe 2013 might have been the peak with 34,000. Jesus wow, Christ. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, oh my God. So, Oticon is like where Anna Twitter hangs out. And I had this really troubling situation where, like, I've always wanted to hang out with all these people. And now that I'm in the same room with them, I'm terrified and can't talk. Oh, I. I have no idea what that's like. What is it? Why don't you tell me more? <laughs> so <laughs> why why don't you explain that to me a little bit? So on Thursday, because uh, I I went a day early because you can like pick up your badge early and they have a few night events, but I don't like nobody goes to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so Thursday, I'm hanging out with the people in my hotel room and we get a text from one of our friends who's not in the room. Like, hey, we're in room, I don't know, twenty fifty. It doesn't matter. Like, hey, uh, Brad got upgraded to a suite and he's having a party. I'm like, oh, cool. I know Brad. I've been talking to him on Twitter for 10 years. Uh, it'd be nice to meet Brad. So I'm imagining in my head, like, eight people. Like, like yeah, let's go hang out with Brad. It's just eight people. I get in there. It's like 25 people. Mm -hmm. And it's everybody that I've ever read online for the last, like, 15 years. Yeah. And uh. I just froze. Um, none of these names are going to mean anything to you. No, but I'm, I'm, I know this, I know this experience in, in my, in my pocket circles Perfect. of nerddom. So I, I get it. So keep going. So, uh, Daryl Surratt and Gerald Rathgold, who run the Anime World Order podcast, which is one of the shows instrumental in me starting a podcast, are there oh my God. playing Smash Brothers. That's one of the first things uh, I see. Uh, Carl Horn, yeah. who is like... The Dark Horse guy mm -hmm. is there. Justin Savakis, who I don't realize is there at the time because I don't know what he looks like. Justin Savakis, the founder of Anime News Network, is there. And the guy that authored some of the DVDs on my desk right now. Wow. Uh, Mike Tool, who I've hung out with before, so I was comfortable around him. But Mike Tool, who uh, he writes and he's also voice acted in a few things, he's there. Brian Hansen, I shared a room with him, so I'm comfortable with him, but he was, there's a column called Hey Answer Man yeah. on Anime News Network that he wrote for like seven years that I used to read every week. <laughs> so what did you do when you got in here? Oh, that's not even everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a woman named Bamboo Dong who I read her shelf life panel for like a decade. She's crazy. I mean, not Crazy in a that she takes on these like tremendous things. Shelf life was <laughs> I'm gonna watch everything that came out this week and then review it all once a week. What she did that for a long time. That's an insane undertaking. And uh so she was there. Uh Ed Chavez was there. He's he used to be like the acquisitions guy, I think, for a vertical. Mm -hmm. Uh they're a company that released a lot of the Osama Tezuka stuff and a lot of stuff for people our age. Mm -hmm. Uh and now he started his own fucking company. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm like freaking out. Sure. Now, I want to know the good stuff. How did you handle this? Did you jerk everyone off? How did you proceed? I didn't talk to anybody for the first hour and a half. 
I sat yeah. in a chair terrified watching no. Gerald and Daryl play Smash Brothers. <laughs> but then once about half of them left, uh, Bradley Meek is a guy who I don't really know everything he does. He's been a blogger on and off. He's just like a guy I've known. Sure. Um, but also this is like, hey, do you know everybody you follow on Twitter? They're at this party. But you don't know that it's them because they don't have their Twitter name on their fucking shirt. Oh, right. So there's right. a lot of people that I knew, but I didn't realize I knew. Yeah. Um, oh, but, we should make that a thing. Yeah, that, that should you have be to a wear thing a shirt with, with your like Twitter a little handle. Twitter handle like thing when oh, you go yeah. to conventions. Well, they, I'd be like having a conversation with a guy for 10 minutes and I'm like, oh, by the way, what's your name? And he's like, oh, I'm blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm this on Twitter. I'm like, Jesus Christ. We talk every day. We've been friends for a decade. <laughs> Fuck I've me. I've written you every day for a year. Yeah, no, except yeah, most of these people I... have alienated, alienated me for making Whiskey Thursday. Oh, no. Um, so I was really embarrassed to be like, because they'd say like, oh, what's your what's your uh, internet name? Like, well, I used to be called Fight Bait. And then I would just like, like, how are they going to react? Like, oh, yeah, I know you. All right. <laughs> oh, thank hey. God. Yeah, yeah. Um. So after about half the people left, Brad noticed that I was being like scared guy and he came over to talk to me and then everything chilled out. Yeah. I just, I needed somebody to initiate it for me. And then the rest of the night was cool and I got really drunk and I asked Mike Tool to make another anime Christmas special. Good. And what did he say? He, uh, he said that he's always wanted to make a Christmas special and he's really happy that he got to make two. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's really in the cards. Um, I don't think I ever showed you that. Um, Crunchyroll is a company that maybe you're familiar with. I am, yeah. Two years, not in a row, but like two years with a year gap in the middle, they gave him money to make an anime Christmas special, <laughs> which is fucking ridiculous. Uh, and they're like really dry humor, like not for your average like Dragon Ball fan. It's for like dorks like us that want like anti-humor oh yes it's so funny yeah um well like, i want that like there's a guy in the middle <laughs> that does a ted talk while holding a waifu pillow and he's just talking about like synergy <laughs> <laughs> it's great um so that's most of what i did at otakon we did that two nights in a row and then on the uh, the third night, there was another party, but it was kind of lame. And I'm sitting on my phone watching aggressive anal. Yeah, um, yeah. The popular anime by... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I've fallen prey to yeah, premium the, snaps. The <laughs> and they're, they're, they're a wild variety of, of types. There's the like, oh, hey, guys, sorry I haven't posted in a month. Here's me in a bikini really tasteful to here's me getting fucked in the ass for a half an hour. I will say that because my, because my Twitter account started as like my personal account so many years ago, my, the people I follow is much different than the people that follow me. So the people that follow me are now mostly like my like nerd content followers from, mm -hmm. from current. But the people I follow have been from like the different stages of my life. Oh god. And that includes my like five or six years as a stripper. So they're all e-girls. So like I have like I I'll be scrolling, it'll be like 
pic- beautiful pictures of colorful dice, polls from Wizards of the Coast, like a bunch of, you know, updates from the latest D&D podcasts and, and stuff like that. Job. Uh like <laughs> Just an up close marker inside of a butt, and then, <laughs> and then right back, <laughs> right back to you know. Okay. That's why I can't open Instagram yeah. in public. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I do anyway because you know I love a thrill. One of my favorite, like Twitter uh, quotes, I not Twitter quotes, Twitter posts, is like. The internet, 1999. Don't post your name. Don't post your street name. Don't say what school you went to three years ago. Don't say anything. Be totally anonymous. And it's like the internet, 2019. Sorry I'm late on this week's butthole pick, guys. Yeah. I mean, and it didn't even, I mean, it didn't take that long. And like, because we were all, we were all right and wrong about how the, you know how the exploitation of our information was going to go mm-hmm. you know um whereas all our parents were telling us like you know the uh there are going to be these like criminal sleuths stealing your information and using it to track you down and murder you whereas it's like the government and we can't do anything about it anyway because we're all on facebook yeah oh, so, Jesus. so we might as well just steer into the skid and you I know. love that it was like, don't even say your first name. Like, how are you going to... I mean, I have a unique first name. But, like, how am I yeah. going to find you based on you being Diana in New York? Well, that you know what? There aren't a lot of us. It's a small search. Yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, so, I, I only have one other thing that I want to talk about re-Oticon. I'm sorry that I talked about it this much, Internet. Uh, so, I don't want to fake nerd boy somebody. Oh, my God. Please do. But I'm going to fake nerd boy somebody. Do it. I love it. I live for this. So... I've never waited in an autograph line at a convention ever. That's just not my scene. But when I read the guidebook, because I didn't, I just go to con site unseen. I don't care who the guests are. I don't care what the events are. I'm going. I'll find out when I get there. Sure. Like I'm not, I just, I don't, I don't want to sit and read a guidebook and like check off the events I want to do. I'm going there to drink with friends. Yeah. So when I get there, I find out that the director of my favorite anime is there. <laughs> I'm like, dope. Uh, I don't, I have to look up his name. I'm a really bad person. His last name is Amaishi. <laughs> Maybe it's his first name. You know, the Japanese with their backwards names. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Hiroki, Hiroyuki Amaishi. Well, I don't know which one's his first name and which one isn't. Because is this the Americanized version of his name or is this the Japanese version? Oh, oh, I get it. Because like a lot of times they swap them for the English release. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. So like you All never right, know. I take it back. I take it back. So Hiroyuki Amaishi directed a show called Gurren Lagan, which is currently on the desk uh, coffee table right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really important show to me. When I started going to college, um, maybe more specifically when I started going to a, uh, a university and not a tech school. Yeah. Uh, it's a show about, well, it's a show about robots punching each other's faces off. But ostensibly, it's about pushing through uh, the shitty things in life and always being able to, like, rise above it and, like, 
you know, never let anything get in your way of like living your best life. It's a really like powerful message uh, because the main character goes through a lot of shit and he just like, I need to keep fighting. I need to keep being positive. I have to fucking do this because like the fate of the world is on the line Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have time to be depressed in the corner about his, you know, spoilers, best friend dying. It's like, no, I have to keep pushing in the in the show, it's keep on drilling because it's a drill robot. Um, <laughs> oh, good. And like that's a, even right now, like it's getting me like riled up. It's like it was a really important message because I was going through a lot of shit. It's super lame to say that this cartoon like helped me through it, but I had the drill necklace that he wears in the show. I had one of those, and when I, when I was having a bad day with anxiety, I would like hold that and be like, "You can do this." You know, you got drilling. this. Keep drilling. Keep drilling. And it's it's so yeah. dumb. No, but it's not. But those things. All right, wait, keep going. Thirty-two year old me thinks it's really fucking stupid. But twenty-two well, year old me, it was very important. Or twenty-four year old me, because um, <laughs> I was like four-year-old me. Thirty-four-year-old me. I was scared <laughs> to go to a university because um, they're huge, and I didn't know where my classes were, and I think I was probably maybe I was going through a breakup. I don't remember anymore. But I was really, really, like, terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great show. I, I, You don't watch anime and you, like, robot anime is even, like, a higher, like, stay away point. It's, it's like anime extra. It's, yeah. well, it's like, okay, I, I can watch the anime but keep the robots and the magical girls out of it. No, I, I watch, I watch, I, I watch, like, four anime. That's, I don't know if it's, do you say anime? I don't that. say anime because I'm not a dork. No, but I mean in, when you're pluralizing it. Oh yeah, do we yeah. Say I anime? wouldn't say animes. Animes. <laughs> I yeah. There's there's like four, and that's all I care about, and none of them are currently making content, so it that's doesn't matter fine. anymore. Um. So the creator of Gurren Lagann is there, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dope. I'm gonna finally buy this obscenely expensive box set, so I can get him to sign it, and so I can meet him and say thank you. For, like, making this show. Wow. So I missed the first signing because it's, like, on day one and I just don't want to deal with it. But he has another one the following day. So I get there early in time to line up. And I'm, like, there before they do the initial cap. I'm, like, okay, cool. We're going to get in there. I'm going to meet this fucking guy. And it's going to be great. And, like, we're not going to speak the same language. But I'll just be, like, thank you, dude. Uh, Thanks for making this show. And then they're 20 minutes late. Okay. They don't extend the autograph time. Oh. I so if they would have let ten more people in, I would have been no. number ten. No. No. <laughs> no. They let five more in, so they needed to let five more in, and I would have been the second number five. Mm. But here's what I want to talk about. Because okay. it's like that's life. That's life. It's fine. Oh I'm no, bummed. the person that beat you. Oh, oh god. No, no. Oh no, no, it's, no. It's worse than that. Uh, so it's like I spent, you know, whatever on this box set just for this reason. That's fine. I already wanted this. Mm-hmm. The first guy in line. Oh, no. The guy that had the number one spot that wasn't. There was two people in front of them that worked there. So they cheated and got first in line. But the next two, so the three and four guys. God damn them. <laughs> I'm. My heart is racing because so, I'm already ready to be mad and throw punches right now. They're just sitting here like, 
I don't know, my dude. I think, like, maybe I might, like, try to get him to, like, sign this porno that's, like, of a character that they might have made. I don't know. I think it'd be, like, a funny meme, bro. And then the other guy's like, what's this Gurren Lagan show? I've never heard of it. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> like, ah! First context. They worked at another studio when they made this show, and, like, it played a role in them making their own studio, which is now called Studio Trigger. They all left Studio Gynax to make Studio Wait, Trigger. so... This guy didn't even know who he was waiting in line for. Oh, no! They were there because these guys, who are now, like, the heads of a studio, happened to be, like, in-betweeners on Evangelion. And they're, like, there to, like, have them sign Ava stuff, and it's like, dog... Like, yeah, he worked on it, but not really. Wow. And one of them, this is one of the funniest, funniest, most aggravating things. Is So they have a new movie coming out called Promare, which was premiering at the con. Promare premieres. Sure. And the, the same guy is like, what? Because everyone's talking about like, oh, Promare is going to be on after the autograph signing. And the guy says, what's Promare? Like, dude, you don't even know what their sh- what their most recent thing is? And someone's like, oh, yeah, that's their movie. The guy that you're in line for, it's his latest film. He's like, oh, cool. What's it based on? They're like, it's not based on anything. It's an original work. And he says, oh, that's whack. Oh, that's whack? <laughs> that's whack. Okay, okay, so here's my thing. Because I, all right, oh, I have so many. God damn it. I'm so angry. But, so, I love... I love introducing people to to content. So I'm never mm-hmm. mad if somebody is like, oh, I never heard of that. Or, oh, I, I don't know what that is. Or like if they're like, oh, I'm really into Marvel. And you're like, oh, well, you know, do you, do you did you see the latest Captain Marvel? And they're like, oh, there's a Captain Marvel. Like y- you it's. You get, to, fine. you get to introduce them to something. And I love that. I do not like being shitty to people when they are just uninformed or like haven't gotten to a piece of content but when you're the super nerds are the ones that get in line to meet the creator though right when you're specifically going to meet a creator and you and then the added level of that being an asshole about it literally like being kind of just kind of like flippantly douchebag. We waited about for it, like, two hours to not get autographs. Yeah. Like, and, and dude, bro, you're going to love this. Oh, no. I'm so gonna it. Homeboy barely, like he worked on Ava, but he was like the in-betweener. Mm-hmm. He had him draw a picture of Evangelion on his phone. Like, come on, my guy. Like in like a digital app. No, oh, no, 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 like, on the phone. Oh. So, like, that's going to get ruined. It's probably already been ruined. And everybody's like, you got him to sign your phone? Are you a moron? He's like, oh, no, this is my backup phone. I only play emulators on this one. It's like, fuck you for having two phones. And fuck you for existing. I I hate that. See, you know what? I'm I'm very glad that I don't need to go to anime conventions. I feel like I would not like that. Like at all. I'm I'm not the best guy. I once had Crispin Freeman sign the book version of a show that he voiced a character in. 
<laughs> but at least it was related. That's really funny, though. That's so <laughs> I stupid. I apologized to him as I was doing it. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. This is like my favorite thing you've worked on, and I forgot my DVDs at home. I bought this book at the bookstore across the street. And he looks at me like, totally cool, dog. I've had to sign Helsing Manga before, and like, I had nothing to do with that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. Yeah. So that's Otakon. So that's Otakon. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. I'm mad, though. Now I want to fight. Who can we fight? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything to say about this. I don't know. But on, I take I take Uber a lot. I'm going to talk more about Uber at oh, some point. Oh, thank God. We, we, we haven't talked about Uber in like four episodes. I passed a store <laughs> recently. Well, one, there was a great one. I didn't take a picture, but I tweeted about this. I passed a box truck that was opened up, and inside the back of the box truck was something graffitied that says, Terrorist work for cum. Oh my god. <laughs> what is this new theory? There's no theory. Oh, no, it's true. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, I also like the Greyhound 2... Um, shit, where's my phone? The Greyhound 2 DC... Had <laughs> a really funny graffiti, not to get off track again. Um, let me see, where is it? So, the graffiti said, Hebrew Israelites, white devils, Louisiana fuckcrackers. Lu- say it one more time. Hebrew Israelites, white devils, Louisiana fuckcrackers. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Um. So, so I'm in an Uber and I pass this building and yeah. like this is just like what happens in New York. There's a lot of non-English speakers that run business businesses, or they speak English but not well. They speak it just well enough, and that's hmm. how you get things like the time I went to a Chinese restaurant and you could order a cock or diet cock. Um, yeah. There's a place called Kid Dragon Wang and the Steel Balls. <laughs> I love it. Great. <laughs> like, or no, I should say it's called Kid Dragon Wang, and they they specialize in steel balls. Oh, that's very different. That's an you should have said that from the get go. Sorry. Yeah, please be more specific. Um, I just like. Does it have to be Kid Dragon Wang? <sighs> yeah, I you know. Um. <laughs> I don't have any commentary for that. I just had to mention it. It's just... Uh, so I went to see this movie called Darlin a couple couple weeks ago. Yeah. We were supposed to record this podcast three weeks ago. Yeah. But well. I fucked up and didn't realize I had to get up at five in the morning the next day. So it's fine because I still don't know what Darlin is. So Darlin... So I went to see Darlin because it was one of two movies that was on at Night Hawk, Night Hack, Night Hawk, Williamsburg location, or is it Greenpoint? Wherever it is, not Prospect Park. Uh, one of the two midnight choices. The other one was Bram Stoker, Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's a different movie. Yeah, that's really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to jerk you uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Dracula, no, please don't 
stop. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> I can't think of any more Dracula-related cock jokes. I'm really sorry, Internet. This is where I'm, I'm failing. This should be where I thrive. It's because, you know what, True Blood just really stole them all. They took well, it They took it all from you. You don't have any left. All I can think about is the, the count from Sesame Street, and I just want to be like, one, two, three cum shots. I also uh, uh, think uh. about the count from Sesame Street whenever I think about cocks. Or Count Chocula, <laughs> but it's Count Cocula. <laughs> That'd be a different serial. Yeah. Well, um, not so different. So we didn't go to see Brom Stoker's? Dracula? There you go. We saw this movie called Darlin', which I don't know anything about. And um, Nighthawk, for people that do not live near it, is a bar slash movie theater. Uh, you gave me a face like you didn't know that. This is a theater where you go there and you have a server. Like Oh, you- yeah, like uh, the one, the other one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. whatever. There's one in... You don't Brooklyn. have con- you don't have concessions. Williamsburg is Brooklyn. Whatever. <laughs> they just come up to you several times throughout the film. Yeah. And you have a receipt on this thing and they just get you whatever that is. So we get shit faced. Oh we yeah. We get cut off and told to be quiet mm-hmm. at this fucking movie because I had like five whiskey uh whiskey sodas. Um so Darlin, as it turns out, is like the third or fourth film in a series of films. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, we don't know this when we go. So it just opens with like a feral child walking in front of a hospital and passing out. Or no, she gets hit by an ambulance. There's zero context, but they, you know, if you know that this is the sequel of the sequel of the sequel, mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, and then uh, she gets brought in and cleaned up, and. One thing that was really interesting to me, and maybe this is another case of it being a sequel to a sequel to a sequel, is they do this thing that is annoying to, I think, everybody, including people in the LGBT community, where they just force a character to be it, and, like, just because. There's a character that one line, he's just like, Oh, by the way, I'm gay. Yeah, that's a thing. It's ridiculous. And you ne- he's not in the rest of the movie. Somebody yeah. just says like, hey, um, we're thinking about transferring her to this other hospital. And he says, oh, I don't like them since they uh, rejected me and Henry's adoption request. And that's the most you ever hear about it. And it's like, okay, it's fair. Like you can have a gay nurse. But why did what? Why was that the one line, and then we don't get to hang out with him? Right. It's because it's 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 a lazy bit of writing, or perhaps the character was originally supposed might to be, be a bigger book. part of yeah. it, and got cut scenes a lot. I think that's a lot of what happens in those instances: is that a character is in the source material, whatever, supposed mm-hmm. to be a big part of it, and then the scenes get cut. But still, he comes back at the end. It comes off as very weird, lazy writing and like a forceful way of being like, oh, we totally have a gay character. Look at this one. He's got a kid. Well, you also never meet his boyfriend, which I yeah. guess is fine. But it's like, why did you just like, by the way, he's gay. That's what it it's is. It's very yeah. like, yeah, like you're trying to cater to a crowd to say like you're LGBT friendly, but you're really just like 
Yeah, it's I, it, it's kind of condescending. I heard that they did that in one of the new Marvel films too. Like there was just like an offhand line where someone's like, "By the way, I'm gay," and like everybody was pissed off about it. I can't think of it. I don't know what. Movie don't know it what was. it could be. I wouldn't. I, I yeah. I'm not. Hmm. Not coming to my mind. Um. But. So he becomes he, he he's like the only person that Darlin trusts, mm-hmm. and then they transfer her off to the anti-gay hospital, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is also like you you made a point to mention this, but then we went there anyway. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't want to go to that hospital. They're super homophobic. I'm gay, by the way. Farewell. Man, we should go check out that fucking anti-gay hospital. Sounds fucking lit. <laughs> well, and then the rest of the movie is this feral child. Like, when I say feral child, I mean she's covered in dirt, not really wearing clothes, like maybe underwear. Yeah. Uh, and can't speak English or any language. Uh, and so she goes to the Christian hospital, and the, they, like, clean her up and, like, teach her English and you find out she's pregnant, but the way that you find out she's pregnant is because the priest tries to fuck her at one point. Mm-hmm. Real fucked up movie. Wait, what about the priest trying to fuck her reveals her pregnancy? Because he has her take her clothes off and he finds out that she's pregnant. He's like, ew, gross. Oh, oh, she's got like a bump. She's He's already not, He doesn't have like dick ESP where like as soon as he like <laughs> no. comes near her, he's like, I sense pregnancy. But, okay. So at the same time, there's this weird plot line where another one of these feral people mm-hmm. is like in the city. I don't know yeah. where this takes place, but they're like in the city trying to find her. <laughs> and they go to a baby store and steal a baby Bjorn. Oh, yeah. And then they start hanging out with this like group of homeless people who have guns. And then this guy gets a gun. And eventually they find, because they're trying to say that Darlin is like the second coming of uh, Mary. Like we saved her and now she has a baby. And like, we didn't fuck her. How'd she get pregnant? Because like, who knows what happened before she showed up? Right, right. So obviously immaculate. But clearly conception. it's immaculate. Yeah. Um, but also they're trying to say that they saved this like demon child. Ugh. And there's one point at the end where this this other nun who like clearly got abused by the priests is like they're at the like unveiling of this this girl. And they're like, look at how great she is, and we taught her English. And this nun who the priest used to abuse is like, actually, I think this is really immoral. And they all but say, like, didn't I fuck you enough? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's so crazy. What? What? And then the demon guy comes into the church, shoots the priest. Darlin has the baby in like 10 minutes. And then he takes the baby and yeets the fuck out of there. Oh. It's. So, I was laughing out loud. So what happens to Darlin? Who knows? She just gets left there. Great. So I watched this thinking that it's just a movie and that's it exists in its own world. Sure. And then I looked it up the next day and found out it's part of a continuing series by Jack Ketchum. Fuck him. <sighs> wow. So I yelled at the theater when I when I not the theater I yelled at the screen when it said based on a screenplay by, by Jack, Jack Ketchum. Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Jack Ketchum, for people listening, I don't know your experience with him, but he wrote a book based on the um, teenage girl that got like beaten and raped by her neighbor, and then it got made into two movies. So he's my favorite guy. Yeah. He, so, so where, where does it, and it leave? Where do we leave? The demon guy takes the baby and gets out of there. And that's, that's it. It's like cut to credits. Now, if you knew that this was does part it, of a grander yeah. series, then it makes more sense. Does it leave you with the the feeling, the the sickly feeling that they're going to make more of these? Possibly, but they're, yeah. they're made like several years in between. Because mm-hmm. um, there was another one called The Woman, and then there was another one called, I think, Offspring or something. Uh, so it's based on this book series, which was the inspiration for The Hills Have Eyes. Um, wow. Which was based on a famous uh, cannibal group. Yeah. Uh, which we've seen tons of movies mm-hmm. like that now, like Get Lost in the Woods, Get Eaten by, you know, yeah. even the, the most recent Resident Evil, I think, is loosely based on them. Yeah. It is, it is a genre that I grew to love, not because of The Hills Have Eyes, but because of the... Very, very classic Wrong Turn series. Oh, my God. That I could teach... I could teach a class on the Wrong Turn series. I think that's the same movie I'm thinking of. It's Wrong Turn 2? Dead End, starring Henry Rollins. Oh, my God. Metal classic. I'm sorry. But (laughs) Wrong Wrong Turn 2 takes the cake from Wrong Turn 1. Whatever. Wrong Turn 1. It's the grossest movie I think I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. God damn, there's six of them now. I know. Uh, I think that the Bloodlines one was actually pretty good. So, Wrong Turn 2, Dead End. Holy Hands shit. down, the best. Just minimize that Wikipedia page. I don't need it. So <laughs> it's like it's the it's one of the best movies I've ever stolen from a blockbuster. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, what? Blockbuster's dead. They can't hear me. That's fair. Um. So Wrong Turn One had the best thing that Wrong Turn One had going for it was it. A really hot scene with Eliza Dushku all tied up. Really I like great. her. Yeah, me too. But as a movie, it fell kind of flat. Wrong Turn 2. Did not. Did not have that. But you have Henry Rollins. Fucking punk rock legend. Aren't they like doing a reality yes, show in the woods? As the host of a reality show. Uh, a survival reality show where hot co-eds get wet and wild and hook up with each other and survive the wilderness except they don't they don't and at the last minute one of the hot girls does not show up and she's like the famous insta blogger she's mm. like super well at, we at didn't the have time, instagram yet <laughs> at the time she's like the the famous girl that's that's coming on to save her career she's like paris hilton like doing a, a last ditch effort to be topical for the time period mm. uh and so they recruit henry rollins himself recruits like one of like the tech girls <laughs> to join the show. She's, he like gives a motivating speech and is like, you fill in for her. It's fine. You can be the star. You can do it. I believe in you. I'm Henry Rollins. And so like the nerdy, you know, 
tech girl. I don't know what department she was in, whatever it was. Uh, but she finally reluctantly joins up and joins the, this, like, team. And they do their thing around the fire pit. And then they go off into the wilderness to, like, do challenges and survive. And, of course, then the hill people start killing them. You've seen this recently. I've seen this, like... 50 times. I love Wrong Turn 2 Dead End so much. Oh my God. There's a scene where one of the hill people kills a guy's girlfriend, scalps her, puts the wig of his girlfriend's like wig onto his hill person <laughs> girlfriend and then fucks her oh my God. in the woods where he can see them. It's un. Believable that this movie got made. I've, it's also unbelievable how much I love it. <laughs> I've known you pushing on two years, and this has never come up. This is a movie that left a mark on me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I did not watch it fifty times. It was one of the grossest things I've ever seen, and I like was uncomfortable for days. I. Oh. But I still kept going, and I saw the next film. Yeah, I keep. I just keep watching it over and over again, and I can't stop. <laughs> Do we need to do a wrong turn series? Uh, yeah, I think we do. It, like, there's so there's so much to it, and then the made for TV movies that came out. They did one where they did the origin story of the Hill People, which is actually like, I mean, it was a little touching. Oh my god! Was- <laughs> I think that we'll, I think what I see in our future <laughs> is we watch terrible movies and then talk about them. I have a repertoire. Have you seen Birdemic, Shock and Terror? I have not, but I was going to say Final Destination. That's oh, one that I really got Final into. Final Destination has like, it's it's a treasure trove of goodies. It's also why I won't drive behind one of those trucks that carries wood. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm, I'm really into the Saw series. Oh, that I'm not. They actually scare me. Yeah? Yeah. And you can watch fucking Wrong Turn? Wrong Turn 2 isn't scary. It's awesome. Hostile. <laughs> terrifies me that i can't watch i yeah. couldn't i like i've seen as far as i i mean i don't know if they made more than three but i've watched uh the first three hostels and it's why i'm afraid to talk to um people <laughs> from other countries after midnight yeah <laughs> it's nothing it's to why do with, after midnight i become super racist it's nothing to do with racism <laughs> i just don't want to get killed by a rich white guy <laughs> Yeah, no, that's it's a very fair concern. I, I told that story, I think, two podcasts ago. How I almost got hostled. I missed that. I, I'm I'm a little behind. I, I'm at three behind. I think. Okay, yeah, that's fair. There's a there's a story about how I at four in the morning. I'm still new to New York. I'm eating a pizza, and some Russian guys like, "Hey, buddy, do you like to drink?" That's not bad, by the it's, way. Yeah, I, I, I do like to drink. Yes. <laughs> Oof. But I had to go water some plants because I didn't want to die that night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wrong turn. I love that. Uh, yeah, I'm really into the wrong turn series. Also, just Henry w- Rollins is, you know, I mean, he lures you in. I So I think wrong turn is probably the same, probably based on the same people that the... the um, Mm-hmm. Darlin, every movie has a yeah. different name, but it's probably based on the same family. Yeah, uh, generic, cannibalistic hill people who, you know, take wayward travelers. You need me to open your beer, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. Open my juice, please. 
It's it's interesting because I learned this trick here, so I just assumed it was a New York thing. Mm. So many people have tried to teach me the magic trick of opening your beer with a lighter or with another beer or Ooh, with any with other object. beer would be hard. And I just, I see it. I see that it's happening. It's leverage. I see, yeah, I get it, but I just can't make it happen with my monkey fingers. I, I can't just do it. I defaced a bench in Montauk opening a beer. Just not because that's how you open the beer. You were just so mad that you then that I was in Montauk. Graffiti, that you just no, graffitied I, the bench after. <laughs> You're no, like, I fuck this it. beer. I, well, I, I tried to pop it up. I mean, I succeeded. I had my beer. But I uh, I definitely ruined the bench. Mm, oh. Um, let me see what else I have on here. I mean, I have a ton of stuff, but let's see what direction we can go in. Oh, yeah. Um, do we want to go serious or do we want to go funny? Oh, my God. What is serious on that list? I don't know. Well, this is like serious slash funny. Oh, I, I'm just so curious. I want to know. I've never... So this note is, I recently stumbled upon, I like to go down dark Twitter rabbit holes. Sure. Where like, I will intentionally read uh, people that I disagree with uh, on politics, etc. Mm-hmm. And I found a rabbit hole where people, honest to God, believe that Trump is only pretending to be stupid so he can be a secret good president. What does that mean? So, so I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm, I'm just inputting that logic. So I'm getting that they think that because it's, it's almost gotten impossible to, to ignore, even for his followers, like, cause some of the things he tweets, especially are, you know, incredible in, in terms of how objectively stupid they are. Um, and so, like, the outright, like, like things that you can literally disprove with, like, a, a direct quote or a video or whatever have gotten pretty hard for some people. So I'm guessing their way of coming over that is being like, okay, he is pretending to be stupid so that it draws focus and in secret, he's just getting stuff done. That's what's going on. He's just That's, getting it done. That is that is a real tweet that I read. Yep. Wow. Donald Trump recently retweeted somebody talking shit about him, but he misunderstood it as them talking shit about somebody else. Yeah. And he said, see, I was right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? I don't want to go deeply into politics. I want to more look at the type of person that would say that. Yeah. Well, because I'm not educated enough to discuss politics. It's it's not so much because I I typically, I you know I I typically try or used to try not to be super politically active, but things have, I don't know if you've noticed your Twitter's a little gotten a little, a little gotten a little crazy out here, um, but it's it, it's less of an intellectual thing to get involved in this part of politics and more of like a why are these people because it's not just him but like why are there people in politics that are stupider than me because i wouldn't be in politics no i shouldn't you just said you're you know you don't feel educated enough to be in politics no well i don't feel like i'm i don't think i'm 
informed enough to discuss it. Right. But I also, I'm more interested in looking at the person that defends it. Right. Because I can read a series of like 3 a.m. loud tweets and be like, that doesn't seem like something a president should do. Yeah. Seems but then you weird. Have homeboy that's like, oh no, he's just pretending to be a moron. Oh yeah, that's part of his his setup. Like you're watching too much anime. Yeah, yeah. It's a secret. Well, they do like conspiracies and like that kind of secret ongoings. There was plots. There was a tweet that went vi- maybe not viral, but like viral on nerd Twitter recently that was like you know, haven't you ever just, like, ignored all politics and just watched anime? <laughs> like, guys. Well, I mean, you know what? I, 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 I'm I not even going to laugh at that. Because as silly as it is, sometimes you fucking need to <laughs> pretend. Sometimes you do need sometimes to escape. Sometimes you need to throw it away. But the context in this was that these are people that totally tune out of the world and only focus uh, on their cartoons. Yeah, no, you're right. There, That's definitely a difference. And that's how you get... One of the crazy, and I think with this, I think this guy might listen to the show. So, like, (laughs) hey, like, I know that we've gotten along before, but you need to chill the fuck out, dude. Um, There was, so do you know about the fire at Kyoto Animation? Yeah, I do. So, like, 35 people died. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And CNN wrote an article about it that I didn't read. I'll say that, just, I did not read the article. Um, but my understanding is that they were talking about how uh, Kyoto Animation employs more women than most studios and pays better uh, wages yeah. yes, that, and yeah. has better working um, working environments. And they, they had a line, something about like, anime has always been a boys club. And it's like, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not true. It doesn't matter. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think that the perception is that it is, but I, I, in certain, I think more women purchase manga. Absolutely. Statistically. I think it's thought of, and I think that culturally it may come off as that, but definitely anime fans. Like, I mean, from my perception, even going back to high school, the the people that were trying to get me the most into anime and manga (laughs) were girls. Mm -hmm. Um, So... There was a series of people that, like, took particular offense to that line. And it wasn't women. It was, like, angry Twitter boys that just, like, were so, so mad that CNN would dare say that anime is a boy club. And they're just like, how dare you women if blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, guys, can we focus on the 35 people that died? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Why? Yeah. Like, this is the wrong time to get mad about, like, mm-hmm. whatever you're upset about. Right. And it's also, who cares that CNN said anime is a boys club? Who like, cares about CNN? The people yeah. reading CNN aren't watching anime anyway. It doesn't I think, matter. I think the thing is that CNN was just trying to make, you know, they had to report on the story. Mm-hmm. And they had to make people who don't care about anime, don't know about anime, don't have any awareness about it at all, mm-hmm. care about this subject. And by putting the focus on, hey, this is a studio that employs more women in a male-dominated field, they might have gotten people to, you know, yeah. click the link and care. Um, 
you know, because they're publishing a story about people dying and the sad reality is that people who don't know the world of anime might not have otherwise cared sure. about that happening. It's just, it's it's interesting because they're talking about like, oh, you know, their source for this information is like some hack that hasn't been relevant in, in five <laughs> years. And it's like, so what did you want? Did you want them to contact Bob's Jackoff to Figures blog because Bob is the premier Jackoff Figures guy? Like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. They're going to just contact the first person they found on Google. Yeah. You know, like... I don't know what weird world they want to happen. Yeah. But like no one's ever going to take you seriously for your like fucking sexy anime girl figures. And that's fine. Yeah. You're allowed to like them. Other people are allowed to think that's crazy, but stop trying to like legitimize your world. <laughs> it's the same people that like do horny on main and act like, or like uh, a better example, the guy that goes on a reality show and is like, I need to tell my dad I jack off to balloons. Yeah, I need to have that conversation. Like, why? If I don't, I'm never living my truth. Like, this isn't like coming out that you're gay. No. <laughs> but but I they, need, they look at it the same way. I need my father to know that I am seriously dating this um, pillow. It's like... And I need them to... <laughs> Hey, mom, I like when people call me daddy in bed. You know, (laughs) they don't need to know that. Yeah, it's like, it's just getting too specific. It's like, hey, this is my truth. It's um, It's my reality. Just people are out of their fucking minds. Um, let's, you're from the East Coast, so you might know this commercial. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody sent me a link to this recently. It's Uh, called 1-800-VICTIMS-2. I don't, I was really afraid you were going to say cars for kids and I was going to have a fucking heart attack. It's only 30 seconds long, Uh, but it's incredible. Uh, let me turn up the volume dance, and dance, restart it. Dance, Attention, dance. accident victims. I was hit by a car. That wasn't nice. This is a... Have you a neck broke from a crash you didn't provoke? Risking your life for a living and when you fall, fall. So for people that are listening, which is everybody... And yeah, for the, for, for the people listening and the, not the person that's in shock right now. So the, it's, a, uh, it's a dancing squirrel wearing a shirt that says 1-800-VICTIM-2? Let's not lie to the people. It's a badly drawn <laughs> squ- <laughs> squirrel on a badly superimposed backdrop of the New York City skyline. <laughs> it's... But even just the song's pretty wild. This is, I do remember this. This is old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember this. That last <laughs> harmony hit it. I'm sorry. I'm going to call 1-800-VICTIM-2. What are you going to be victimed with? I don't know. Something eventually. Drinking milk worth the risk? Oh, that's a 17-minute video I need to watch later. Wow. That's very relevant to our interests. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that the outcome is no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is not worth it. Oh, man. Yes. 1-800. I don't have a lot to say about 1-800-VICTIM-2. Apparently, this is the third commercial. Yeah. What are the others? If that was the third try... This time with a dancing squirrel. 
I can't imagine how crazy their first attempt was. Uh, I can't, oh, there's another one with a squirrel. This uh, okay. Wow. It says they broadcasted at three in the morning. So the squirrel seems to be the. You know you can never be too careful. Mm. Accidents happen all the time. Oh my god! You know god. I just saved a bunch of money on my car insurance. Oh, the, this time the squirrel. Oh, not again. The definitive accent. I'm not going to be a victim twice. I'm calling 1-800-VICTIM-2. A free 15-minute call can get you compensation for your injuries. Call 1-800-VICTIM-2. Holy shit. Don't be a victim twice. Call 1-800-VICTIM-2. Hablamos Español. Oh, my God. What? This very strange inflection. And I... All right. We need to pause on this because this logo that we're looking at right now <laughs> is wild. It is... The word victim and every letter is made up of an injured person <laughs> in bandages. It is like it, it it's like if you were advertising the like the cure for diabetes and the logo for your medication was just a bunch of rotting feet. <laughs> it's just like it's so it it's like all cartoonish but very gruesome in theory. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what other ones do they have? I wonder if we've seen this one. Attention accident victims. I think this I is yeah, this is nice. I mean, it slams. You didn't provoke a 1 800 victim to risking your life for a living, and when you fall, call a 1 800 victim to a 1 800 victim to a 1 800 victim to don't be a victim twice. You can't avoid the accident, but I like the implication that you call them after you already fucked up the first time. Yeah, well, it's like you were a victim. I get, I get, not to come out swinging for one eight hundred victim too, but I, I, I think I get their messages. All right, you're a victim of the accident. Don't then be a victim of your, like whatever bad lawyer you're gonna get. Oh, assigned. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I, I was taking it as like you already got hit by a car once. Don't get bamboozled twice. <laughs> it's up to you yeah. to find the right attorney. Don't be a victim twice. Call one Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so what other commercials? I think that might be all of them. That's inc that's incredible. Oh, this one's called 1-800-LAWYERS. This is going to be different, but I think worth exploring. You've seen me on TV for over 20 years telling you to call 1-800-LAWYERS. Oh, that time, I we've know, answered yeah. over 1 million phone I calls one. and 1 million questions absolutely for free. If you've been hurt by anything, you may be entitled to a large cash award. You may be entitled to nothing. At 1-800-LAWYERS, we know which, and we'll tell you right now, totally for free. Just remember, it's 1-800-LAWYERS. It's free legal advice, always. Well, and that's, uh, that's the origin story of Better Call Saul. That's, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I... I like these old jingles that, like, for companies that don't exist that we will remember forever. And I think that jingles really need to step up their game a little bit in modern day. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I wrote a jingle once. Um, um, continue. I think I might be able to find it. It's Good. for a company called Perfect Fit Gear. Yeah. Um... I think maybe if I take the space out of my name, I can find it. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, it's in my demo reel. <laughs> Sorry, internet. This is a little tricky to do. Also, JB has a demo reel. It's really not that. I mean, it's all right, but it's it's not like something that's interesting on the internet. Here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god. So it's it's near this the is end. Real. Okay. Well, the beginning part is just sound effects, so they're not going to be like we'll watch it, but it's not going to transfer uh, yeah. on the podcast very well. Well, whatever. So this is a scene from Ghost in the Shell that I sound designed. Yeah, Bauto walking in a convenience store using his crazy eye. It's a scene from Cowboy Bebop. I mean, these are good sound scenes. Lots of popping and... and... Then this is my final, which is just some fucking animation I found. And then it says music. So here's some music that I've worked on. Oh, good. Music. This is a parody of thrift shop. I eat a burrito, which we picked up from Bravo's. <laughs> no, it stopped playing. No. This is a, let's restart that. That's, this is a rap song I mixed. It's your life. And then... This is an arrangement I did. And this is an original song. And then the next part is the jingles and the voice acting. I am so excited. Voiceover. At Mickey's, they have everything to suit my breakfast needs. Fresh brewed coffee, delicious breakfast sandwiches, and their famous warm cookies. Richie Painting specializes in houses and decks, but they're willing to paint anything. Except babies, because that's dangerous. So order your suit today at perfectfitgear.com. If you want to look your best, then you better start here. For custom fit bikinis, go to perfectfitgear. So that's, that's a good jingle. That's a jingle I wrote. Hey! That's a jingle. That's a solid jingle. Um, So there you go. That's my demo reel. That wow. rap song, unfortunately, I do not have it easily available. It's on a hard drive that I can't connect to this computer, but it's out of this world. It's it's a hard drive that w- it needs a Mac because I have a Mac. It's Thunderbolt. We need 3. to get that. <laughs> I mean, I can show it to you. I just i I am not capable of showing it to you fast enough for it to be part of this episode. Okay, gotcha. Um, gotcha. It's Thunderbolt three, which this Mac does not have the capability of. But the song starts out. It's like boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's smoke some more weed. It's a song about weed. And the chorus is Roll a blunt, roll a motherfucking blunt, roll a motherfucking blunt, roll a motherfucking blunt. It's I love outrageous. it. Outrageous. I I I honestly I miss songs about weed. I think that that needs a comeback. I can but show you weed's some... not cool anymore. So. Yeah, <laughs> I I think we're getting towards the end of this episode, but I can show you a different song that I mixed. Let me see, just to be safe, let me make sure it's not on my um, uh, Dropbox, because the song is called Heroin. It is not. I'm sorry. It's okay. But there's a band, 
They never paid me for the rest of this, which is fair, because <laughs> I never um, I never did the revisions. But I mixed a record for a band called 3MG win once, which I believe stands for the three magical group or something. I can't remember. Three, three magical group, yeah. Um. So this was one of the first things I did when I quit my job. I I charged them like seven hundred dollars. They gave me like three hundred because I made them pay half up front, and it's some wild shit. All right, let's hear it then. Um, this is cheap. We're not gonna listen to the whole album, by the way, because that's ridiculous. Well, no, but you know, we need we need some music. Here's cheap cologne, but they say cheap cologne in the song. One of these I added bong hits at the beginning. I don't remember which one. Hopefully it's cheap cologne. This one. Oh, no, this is actually one of the ones I like. This was like two months of my life. I wanna uplift the soul and spirit. Coherent to the ear, cause you fear it when I steer it off the path you've been traveling. Unraveling the smanaling the fads you've been battling. Because you haven't been fitting in with the shit that you be kicking. The stuff that you've written, man, I'm actually forgetting. And I be spitting art that's led to dairy. In your rap, sorry, black, I temporary. Shit, better get that coupon, we coming for everybody in this place. I don't give a fuck who you So it's, you know, it's whatever. It's underground Minnesota hip hop. <laughs> A very specific genre. The um the <laughs> chorus is wild. This is one of the better songs they did. But the chorus takes a weird uh West Wild West feel. When they dig up our lives, they're gonna find us in the archives with the finest When we write our rhymes, yeah, we design them timeless. When they dig up our lives, they're gonna find us in the archives with the finest. Yo, bro, you need to slow up. It okay. does have a wild, wild west feel in that chorus there. I liked Cheap Cologne. Yeah. Cheap Cologne. Um, Cherish the Memory might be the other good song. This was about their dead friend, I think. Uh, and I did some really cool stuff with the vocal harmony for the chorus, mm -hmm. assuming this is the song. It is. And actually, the um, the non-member in this group, I think, has a really cool voice. So he probably went on to do really cool stuff, because he's got, like, the voice. Oh, good. Because um, this is, like, a featuring blah, blah, blah guy song. I think two of them. The guy that sings the chorus is different. Whoa, I don't know. They originally, they turned this in, it was just one layer, and I went through all the other takes and made it like nine layers to give it this big full feel. Yeah. And I really liked how it turned out. But then this guy I like a lot. I got a call the other day, I had to sit down and pray, Lord, why'd you take my friends away? It made me think of the lost soul with no place to call home, so we're not going to listen to the whole song, but uh, what other ones are worth checking out? Manifesting Tommy Beat was my test song that I had to do. Yeah. Um, 
the chorus is really long. And it's just a sample played over and over again. And the beginning of this song, he he's not on beat. He wasn't in beat in what they turned into me. I tried to fix it, and they still said it's not on beat. I tried to fix it again, and I was like, dog, you were not on beat when you recorded this. I can only fix it so much. <laughs> and I think what they were mad about is that I didn't turn it in in the bad version that they originally recorded. Yeah, they wanted that. It's it's so awkward. I got some scumbags in my clique cuz they said that I should do what Jesus did. So you can find me with the You can't fix that. No. in the bottle back and smoking that shit. The what's that in your purses and your iPhone 6? I felt really proud for doing that slowdown. That was Yeah. No. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Bro with they sis cuz deep down inside these are the loneliest kids. He also does something ridiculous at the end of his verse that I added a um, I added a telephone effect to it, which makes it even crazier. <laughs> Another slowdown, that was me. I really hope he doesn't listen to this. You know what? I kind of hope he does. <laughs> for, the, for the chaos. He's just going to come get me? Yeah. Near the or just be mad somewhere. I also added this sound effect. <laughs> wow, you're like a radio disc jockey. Well, what's crazy is like they give me this song and I'm able to do cool stuff to it. None of the rest of their stuff had any moment where I could do anything cool yeah. like that. <laughs> I wonder if I can find the one where I add the weed. I, I'm going to put my money on that it's roll it up. <laughs> yeah. I hope it is. Otherwise, I have concerns. Uh, I don't think it is. No. Yeah, We're all getting let down. Wait, wait. Skip ahead. Is it in that outro? No, no. It's in the intro. Ah. Uh, you should be concerned. I'm been through time. Spent money. I'm coming in hot. Some of them they recorded with the microphone backwards. That's one of them. It's not great. What does that mean? Recorded so, with the microphone. Here we go. Ba- I'm going to turn my microphone backwards right now. Uh, hey, Diana, what's up? Oh, I don't it's love pretty, this. Yeah, there's a pretty significant difference in how this sounds. Yeah. Even if I talk into it the side, you can tell yeah. how bad that sounds. So they recorded some of their music like that. On purpose. No, 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 no. I don't think... Because some of these mics... They, it's not obvious which side to talk into unless you're an audio engineer and you just know that company. Um, like how earlier you turned your sideways. Well, I turned mine sideways because with your old mic, I had to have it pointed from a, a, and I didn't realize we were using new stuff. That's the only reason. But otherwise, I think the common perception is that you talk into at the, it. You talk into the business end of the microphone. Yeah, you talk into the dick end of the microphone. Um, yeah. But that's not always true. Some of them are side address. And if you don't know that, but also, oh. so like uh, a Neumann 87. Uh, let's pull up a Neumann 87. So this microphone is a side address microphone. But if you don't know which side is the right side... 
to talk into, you could very easily accidentally talk into the wrong side. Oh, I see. Okay, looking at that, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Because it's either going to be this side or that side. Mm-hmm. And you just don't know. And that's fine. But then the engineer can hear in their in their headphones or in the speakers like, oh, you're you're talking the wrong side. It's okay. We'll flip it around. Or, you know, they just know when they're setting it up to set it up the right way. Right. And but, without that, they wouldn't know. But yeah. we've all made that mistake. This is called Phenomenal. Let's see if this is it. Ah, I don't think it is. You keep tripping me out when you go, ah, like that, and I think, oh, this is it. The name is BMG. <laughs> We're here to rock the show. Do stuff that's it. They're so not good. You know what? I think they have real potential. I know that it's not more cowbell. That one I know for a fact is not it. We found out later that it was, in fact, more cowbell. More cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one's not even going to load. Yes. Is it? Yeah. 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 Let's hear it. Come on. Yeah. Best part of a trip. It's how free you feel when you fall down. I had a lot of fun with this. Motionless, then you hit the ground. That is how I feel. It's how free you feel when you fall down. Oh, I can't wait to see how he jumps into the first verse. Motionless when you feel the ground. I think I did a good job. This is pretty good, actually. Okay, so I'll stop. Um, so I've exposed my own audience to this, but have I ever exposed you to my rap songs? <laughs> um, no. They're not great. And you just need to know that going in. Um, let me. I think they're in storage audio. No, they're not in audio. Fuck. Where would they be? Oh no, it's in documents. Julia, Samantha. All of my hard drives are named after women. Okay. Uh, what are <laughs> What are your rap songs? About oh, it's not great. Cool, it's really not great. I can't wait. Maybe it's not in Samantha. It should be in Samantha. Is Samantha is it, is that folder named after my dog? No, I'm pretending. Your dog's it is. named after the folder. I'm pretending. The fatal one songs. My songs, as if anybody else's songs could be on here. So there's a lot of options here. Um, I just want to listen to 420. Okay, 420. so that was the single? Yeah, yeah, so 420, please. So here we go. Sign me up. Uh, I was 13 when I did this. Yeah, okay. Making a bong, honey, I'm on fish tanks, smoke and crack the back while your dad's huh? getting spanked. Heart screwed up once, that was a big mistake. There's blown his boss, trying to raise his rank. Go to school, but they come because I want to have fun. And I won't be done until I kill someone. Now do you want some? Up honey the ground like I'm ten thousand tons. Having some fun with the high school slut. Pulled on my pants, little lick my nose. But it took it too long, so I ripped it in the butt. But you fought it on my dick, now I'm dead like what? When you look in my eyes, no surprise. That regardless of the lies, I'm the devil in the Um no how many tries I'd buy On the contrary. Ten times better. I still know the lyrics. No make them wetter, make them wetter, bring down like any better in a red sweater. I'm a big trendsetter for my a vendetta. Again, your mom, your dad, and your brother, your sister-in-law, and a lesbian lover. Other motherfuckers try to do that, shove her. 
What the fuck's this here's shit the on chorus. the chorus. 420. <laughs> it's got me zoning. <laughs> this magic number will determine where I'm going. What? Is it wrong? Is it right? Don't give a fuck because I'm as high as a kite. Pardon me. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold on. No, I have several notes. <laughs> you several. I had never seen a bag of weed, let alone smoked, when I what wrote this a, song. But all right, yeah, no, that's clear. <laughs> I because I don't know if you know this, but weed doesn't give you directional advice. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and just the the hype level change for the chorus, it just it's so extreme. And then and also, I think we need to address something that we talked about previously on the podcast. Uh, is that you made it seem <clears throat> like the stepsister thing came out of nowhere here in your life. I think we've now found the little acorn, the little acorn that grew. I don't talk about sisters in this, do I? You just mentioned stepsisters. Did I? <laughs> yeah. I need to rewind. <laughs> Hold on. Where would it have been? I don't know. It was in the verse part. No shit. I don't know. <laughs> Is it got me zoning? Try to do that, shove her. What the fuck? Big trendsetter from an upper vendetta. Against your mom, your dad, and your brother, your sister-in-law, and a lesbian lover. Oh, what that's what I meant. All right, all right. So not not stepsister, but sister-in-law. I mean, you I promised. I don't know what that You promised means. to fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was setting up a vendetta. Oh, vendetta. I yeah. Well, that, I assume rhymed. that's what that means. <laughs> it means I'm gonna fuck her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. It just seems like that's the acorn. It could have been. There and that that's where it grew. There's a really wide so the next verse. I still remember the day I wrote it. Mm-hmm. My dog was hanging his head out the window. And I was like, fucking dog. And sure. the lyric. Where I'm going. Is it wrong? Skip. Don't give a fuck because I'm <clears throat> as high as a kite. Driving around with man's best friend. I rolled the window, he ain't got no head. Must have been deaf, he ain't able to said someone that pushed a little bun. I broke his neck. I'm doing lines of crack in the back of the classroom. Trying to jack room from the coat rack. Pass gas mask round math class, making all the kids spaz and talk real fast. Real slow, oh no, yo ho, where'd you go? Make a knee touch the flow and continue to blow. Don't fight it, don't bite it, do it right, bitch. Okay, stop for the night. Let's fuck in the back of my truck. I'll fuck him on a comms, wish it out of luck. Don't fall, don't fall, don't matter at all. Cause if he would've fucked, I never would've called. You would've gotten infected. Cause last time I was tested, I read the results and it said I was infected. But now that you're bored, none do. Why don't you come to my house where I can come on you? So I'm to be naked with me. I'll woo you again with a fuck. I'm a little polite. And I don't mean me. Shit, it don't matter cause it's 420. 420. And then it's just the chorus again. Can you just imagine, can you imagine for me, like a bunch of people high on marijuana, like being like, trying to groove to this? I'm going to come to your house. <sighs> come on, you. I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do that. You know, if I, if I, like maybe later. Yeah, right. I like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's I don't such know. an aggressive like, song. It's so, it's so aggressive and so 
so clear that you have never smoked weed because people <laughs> smoke weed are just like, yeah. Oh, I hadn't smoked weed or even kissed a girl. Oh, wow. So yeah. I'm talking about fucking bitches and yeah. getting my dick sucked. No, that's a parent. I did not know any of what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked. There's, um... Did you let them hear this song? Let the the bitches? Yeah, they would have... No. <laughs> um, they would have had to. They're... What I consider the uh, the other best song is Look at the Sky. We do not have to listen to this whole thing. No, but at this, least give me the flavor. This one was about a giant weed tree in the sky. Just get right to the See, point. This is much more a stoner song. I recorded this with a um, back massager on my neck. That's how I got the effect. That's weirdly brilliant. Yo, my bloodshot ain't cause the blood caught. I'ma shoot up with a gun. Elmo fuck cock. Do it to your blood shot until you rise pop out of the sock. It's like rocket blood duck. I'm already crazy. No stranger to danger. I'll drag a bang and hang and dangle from a hang. Just like a lead jack. Percocet melting. Try to pop a pin with a pencil. Now I'm with a game of pop from a box. We get down. We'll shut up the So what's it like for your rap career to peak at 13? Yeah. Like none of what I said makes sense. Well, who cares about that? Sure. But um, I just, I don't know if I told you, but I, I i also tried to have a rap career when I was a 14-year-old. Unfortunately, I don't have any way of uh, playing any of that. No, and and I don't have access to it because it is all, it's all, it's all gone because we recorded on cassette tapes. Oh, no. In, in the seventh grade. Um but yeah, we thought we were going to change the world. Yeah, I thought I was really important too. I wrote yeah. a song about 9/11. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so sad we didn't get to know that as a culture. <laughs> <laughs> the last verse that... is about killing Osama bin Laden. Oh, that would have healed us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have done it. Yeah. That's what we were missing. It's <laughs> I tried to try to perform it for a talent mm. show, but they didn't let me in. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, honey. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a little bit of that one. Okay, let's do it. Oh, you gotta turn this up. It was piano because pianos are more serious. Oh yeah, emotion. Yeah. I think I did a remix of this at one point. Devastation on a nation on wing For rolling people to quit tatering Satan The same blame, please appreciate it, I hate it When I'm underestimated And the implication change, I'll lay naked, mind vacant Just praying that we won't take it It's strange, it's strange, we're in danger Making our brains go off like a pager Twin brothers crushed in front of their mothers just above us At once we help others All of a sudden, there's a bit more love and I love it Oh my god, slow it down Devastation <laughs> this has such 90s like oh this is so good this yeah. is a time capsule yeah, is what yeah, yeah. it is kids dying kids crying and i'm trying to satisfy my life to help get by it i'm denying the right horizon drive by flying people despise me i'm fighting you know what i'll say this line. though got it ignited yeah and it's 
That's not your best work. No. No. no I, I'm of your of your rap career. This definitely is it. It, it, it is medium. 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 Wait for the <laughs> the last verses where I get really aggressive. That's oh, my yeah. Eminem verse. Oh, good. Your own. You're doing your own Eminem verse on your own Dr. Dre songs. Yeah. <laughs> good. I think I called Osama bin Laden a faggot. You think we're devastated I can't by remember. Oh, boy. I don't think so. You gotta stop bringing. Should be drinking. Your country in a faggot. Bet you wish it would have stayed home. God dang it. Some of Laden wants to get wild. Don't get his ass kicked American style. We'll look at the Taliban in the band. Put the finale band. Break the finger. Let them ling it till they get bigger. What does one that by mean? One, they're brought up breath. We'll kill them all. Tell Osama's luck. Now he's stuck in a corner. With nothing to do. That little bitch. We ought to get man drag too. I just want to say <laughs> that using the F word and moments later saying dang it is something <laughs> so precious that i i just i want to bottle it wait i did i follow it up with dang it yes you rhymed <laughs> the f word with dang it which just by the way is not a rhyme but which just further makes the use of the word dang it instead of damn it so unbelievable uncomprehensible and precious like it's it's so good and i i that's a a snapshot moment for me i didn't realize i did that yeah i'm gonna rewind yeah that's really good stated by a little invasion i don't think so you gotta stop bringing should be dragging your country to beg it bet you wish it would have stayed home god dang it oh my god You thought I was lying. It's right no. there. So good. So good. Slant rhythm. Yeah. Eminem taught me that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he boy. He taught us all a lot of things. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think we need to take a break. Yeah, I'm ready. I got to pee. Play us out, though, because you always, you always do me right with that. Oh, I. this isn't going to be a good one. Oh, God damn it. Uh, this is one I thought of in the car. I don't know how familiar you are with From Autumn to Ashes. Uh, I, I, you know what? It's been since about high school, but I, I, I do love them. This is from their second album. It's not great. It's called The After Dinner Payback. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it anal? I, I, I assume. <laughs> well, so take her to the music store. I read in a blog once that that's colloquialism for anal. I don't know what the music store is. And... You know, I feel like these things are just like, yeah, it's a colloquialism, but for who? Who's for using who? it? Nobody Who's, says it. Nobody's saying it. Hey, baby, can I take you to the music store tonight? Yeah. Yes. Okay, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>